Hi, everyone. I'm Kylie. And I'm Corey. And we are Lit, Lit Libations. Libations. Welcome to our sixth episode. Welcome back. Oh, my God. This is so exciting. We're trucking along. I know. It's been a kind of a, a really exciting couple weeks, I feel like. Yeah, it has. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. Um, we are talking about A Court of Wings and Ruin Part 2. We're fish- finishing it up. Yeah. Got I'm, a lot of battles, a lot of war. I'm going to cry. I know it. I feel the tears now. I was <laughs> just looking over my notes earlier and it was like crying reading them. <laughs> I'm so excited. Uh, I'm so, I'm a little stressed out. Yeah. Before we so. start, um, I want to say that we do have a Facebook page, like a Facebook group, I should say, called Lit Libations Lounge. Um, and it's just a place that we can discuss the books that we're reading in a casual way with our listeners. So go and join. Yeah. And you can post like, memes or whatever yeah like theories videos, theories whatever like, you want doesn't care we don't care yeah it'll be fun to interact yeah so so exciting all right what are we drinking oh gosh um i named it the firebird and it's in honor of queen vasa and amran because of their fieriness yeah um but it, it's a whiskey sour and it's got wine on top and it's very whiskey but cheers. really it's really cool i've never made a drink like this it's before. beautiful thanks you thank you Maj, my friend, for um, the suggestion. If you have any drink suggestions moving forward, if you know what we're going to be reading and you think there's something that would be a good correlation to the book, please send it in. Yeah. So, hold on. So good. Uh, yep. It's really <laughs> so good. good. <laughs> so, so very, we, very whiskey-like. Should we crack into it? Yes, we should. All right. We are getting it going at chapter 41 oh my god okay so they decide well they move up the meeting for the high lord yeah meeting and they move the meeting or they decide to have the meeting at the dawn court which because geologically geographically Geo- yeah i was like geologically geolo- that's right geographically yeah okay that, that would be the best place it's right in the middle of all like of prithian well kind of next to the winter court yeah um and it's just the best place for them to have it. Yeah. And who is the High Lord of the of Dawn? Of Dawn, that would be that's Thiessen. Thiessen, and he was generous to, to offer his court up. Very generous. I yes, I agree because there could be so many like liability. Oh yeah. Situations. And there someone is. could get sued. <laughs> honestly, they got hurt, slipped, or something at the koi pond. <laughs> um, in the reflection pool. In the reflection pool is what it is. Yes. Um, so they all go get ready for the meeting. Um, and Reese took Farah into their treasure room, which is like the, probably the size of my house. Probably bigger. You is that what they just said? I mean, they said it's huge. Oh my god! It's gosh. like a cave, but it's it's got to be like very large. It's got all their riches in there. It's got jewels um, and crowns and fancy clothing and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like the top of it is, it's lit by like glow worms. <laughs> Which is kind of yeah, crazy. I did like the glowworms. That's yeah. the only thing I wrote down about it. Glowworms. Like there's it was all glowworms. Glow um, and she picks out a crown for herself. It's the first crown that she picks out for herself, and Reese like didn't choose for her. Yeah. I don't have the description down, but it's basically like a bunch of stars. Me either. And like I think a moon on it, or like a crescent moon. I don't know. But it sounds it's, beautiful. It's, it's stars for sure, to represent their their court. Yeah. Um. So they're all ready. She's in her starfall gown. Um. That she they had modified she wore that again she and then loves her, her starfall gown she like wears her, it like every time there's a big event <laughs> yeah which i'm like get it girl yeah if i had a dress like that i would too i guess uh 
I would. I mean, I guess like when you when you have that much money, you could buy a dress like <laughs> a new pretty dress yeah, like she that. She just every likes that single, one. Yeah. Um, Nesta comes on the stairs and she looks like she's ready. And she decided that she changed her mind for the meeting. She's gonna go. She didn't want to be remembered as a coward. Yeah. Yeah. And but the fucked up thing is, Farah tries to talk her out of it. Even though she was like, you need to come to this meeting. Yeah, no, she worked really hard to tell her she had to come. She asked her 15 times. And then when she's like, I'll go. She's like, well, you, you don't sure? have to. You know? <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, it's because Ness- I, I have a feeling that Farrah just like doesn't want to be one up. She's like, I'm finally in. Yeah, I think she's jealous. <laughs> I see it. When Highburn was after them, like, well, you want who? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, the twin ravens. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. Uh, um, okay, so Reese offers Nesta the position at that point of <laughs> emissary of the human lands of like the human world because, like, obviously, because she wants to fight for the she, yeah, Farah doesn't have the position anymore. Yeah, because she got high promoted lady. to high lady. Yeah, so it's open. Yeah, she got promoted after about three <laughs> months of work. So, like, she must have really been doing it's it. Climbing the ladder. Holy shit. Um, and she's Nesta's like, I'll consider it, but understand, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you pay through the teeth. So it sounds like she wants it, but she just was like, she just, just being money. very coy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Did she ever accept formally? Uh, because they offered I don't, I don't remember her having <laughs> <laughs> like a bunch of times later. Did they really? <laughs> yes. I actually don't remember that. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, hold on. Give me a second. Okay. So Cassie and Anessa at this point do have a moment. Yeah. Reese and Farah are about to winnow and then like they start to talk so they like slow down the winnowing so they can overhear <laughs> i can't imagine what that would look like but my favorite thing <laughs> is that like cassie so more supposed to winnow the two of them and cassian's like not even looking at more just holding like like more's like come on and he's like anyways messed up <laughs> oh and then when he's ready Jesus. he sticks his hand out yeah he doesn't even look at her it's like fucking cassian <laughs> Um, okay, so they show up to the meeting, and at that point, they have to like they're they winnow in on like a bridge, and they have to walk up like a aggressive amount of stairs. I would assume. <laughs> Don't remember. <laughs> I'd be so annoyed. But <laughs> um, the first people that are there are Healy and Calias, sorry, and Thiessen. Obviously, Thiessen's there. He's house. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some tension. There's some obvious tension clearly between Reese and Calias. Um, even though what. Cleus is the winter court. Yes. And yeah. do we know why there's tension? Is it because we, of what happened out, with Amarantha? We find out okay. shortly after. Um, so even though it's so funny because they are, they do, they have such a close or like tension uh, situation going on there. But then Morsi's Cleus's new wife, Vivian, who was his like longtime best friend. Right. From childhood. It, from childhood. And like, he never knew he loved her. And then he, they went under the mountain and like Vivian was holding down his people that didn't get captured. Mm-hmm. And then when he got out, he came to her immediately. She realized her feelings and she's like, she kissed him and he like got down on his knee and asked to marry her. And then while they were fucking, oh. they're mating bond snatch into place. There it is. So Vivian tells all that to more like right then. It, okay. And so it like, they're close. They're like, they're really close. Right. Vivian and more. But uh, like Amarantha's reign had kept them apart, obviously for like 50 years. Right. And obviously there has been this crazy tension between now Their and the high Lords. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, so Thiessen's people are peregrines, 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 peregrines. Yeah. Peregrines. Oh, that's how it is. Peregrines. <laughs> I think so. I was like, where's the extra letter in that? <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? Uh, and they have feathered wings. They're distant relatives of the seraphim people, seraphims of Draken's people. 
who you'll remember Drake and Miriam. Of course, of our story. It was very, it was very clear and legible, our story. Very, 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 very <laughs> understanding what we were speaking that. Um, so, and also, um, I was going to say this. Beeson is our gay icon of the series. Yes. He is our gay icon. He has his lover is his captain. Is that of the his one? guard? Yep. Captain of his guard. That's a, two, two hats to wear. <laughs> I love that for Mr. Thiessen. Um, it seems that the, a theme in this is maybe like fucking your way to the top. Ooh. Good call. <laughs> we got Pharaoh. We got Thiessen's lover. Oh. Like, Jesus. Vivian. No, I'm just kidding. Can we just like do this based off of credentials, please? <laughs> right. And thank you. Um, so Tarquin, Cressida, and Varian then show up, and then Baron and his fucking dipshit sons and his wife come as well. <laughs> And uh, right when the meeting's supposed to start, they're like literally having a couple words in, and Tamlin winnows right into the room, which no one had winnowed into the room. They winnowed like down the Respectfully. stairs. Respectfully. Yeah. And he's just like eyeballing the shit out of Feyre and Reese. <laughs> so annoying. He's so annoying. Ugh. Oh my God. It was like kind of crazy. So then he starts just spouting some bullshit. And right? as soon as he came in, everyone snapped up shields around themselves because they don't <sighs> trust him. They really don't <laughs> trust him. Like no one's wanting to tell him anything. Yeah. Helian's like, why the fuck are you here? Thiessen's like, why Like, why are you here? And so he starts spouting off a bunch of shit. Oh right? my gosh. This is just the gist of kind of how the interaction was like. Why are you here? We don't trust you. Well, I'm, I'm going to be Tamlin. Okay. Reese is the reason I made the deal with Highburn. If he didn't take Feyre in the middle of the night, I, <laughs> that's what he says, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to go to such desperate measures. And Feyre's like, it was, the sun was shining when I left you. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh no. <laughs> that's the first time, first thing she said. And then I like, think. he, and he like kind of slut shames the shit out of her for about five minutes. And at the end of it, he literally, he literally asks Reese, he goes, if he notices the little noise she makes before she climaxes, just like the wor- the lowest of lows. And then Asriel, my shadow daddy of life, <laughs> goes, be careful how you speak to my high lady. Ooh, that was a good as impression. Thank you. I want to marry him. Um, <laughs> am I married? Yes. Do I want to get a divorce and marry Asriel? Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> does your husband listen? He's fake. No. Okay, it's fine. It's fine. If he does, he knows it. Okay, so. <laughs> um. And then he tries to weaponize her ambition, um, like basically saying it wasn't enough for you to be my lady. Like you oh had to God. go over to Reese and he'll make you high lady. And then he looks at Reese and he's like, you know, how or he looks at the other high lords and he goes, how can you even work with him after Under the Mountain? Mm. Like there has been so much stuff. And this is where we find out that obviously we knew at the very beginning that 12 winter court younglings had been murdered. Oh, well, yes, yes, yes. It was Amaranth that that did that. The reason they did that is because I think it had said that the Winter Court had rebelled. Yeah. And Amarantha was so pissed that she was going to kill Calias. And okay. Rhysand was there while Amarantha gave the order to kill the to kill the young lady. Right. And so they blame Reese, right? Kind of. Yes. Yeah. At this point, they do blame Reese. Yes. Um, And so that does kind of drive a riff a little bit. And then they're like, no... And then Reese explains, he says, when I was under the mountain, I actually, she wanted to kill you, Calias. And mm. remi- mind you, Vivian is now his mate. So like, he doesn't just think about himself anymore. He thinks about him and his like, you know, potential future family. Right. And um, I convinced her not to, but I think she took that and thought that I was like fighting for you guy, Like, right. maybe a, like, something. And so she d- retaliated and killed the younglings instead. So 
I guess in a long-winded way, maybe it was his fault, but like also it wasn't. Yeah, he did what he could. Him. Yeah, he did what he could. He couldn't. He couldn't fight something he didn't know was going to happen. All right. Um. And so after that, Cleus decides, like, all right, you know what? I believe you. Like they're good. They kind of fix their riff, and then they're like, "Why are you here, Tamlin?" And Tamlin's like, "I have insider information about Hybern's army, ammunition, stores, uh, caches of Fabane, and." So he like brings the stuff on the table. People don't fully believe like a him. stack of papers. And then Helian like dub what, copies them mm-hmm. with his magic. And so everyone has a copy, but no one like even looks at it yet. <laughs> Tamlin then again, like this is how tedious it is. Like it's this. Many oh, times. my God. Yeah. He again calls for spoiled goods and a whore. And then at this point, Reese has had enough. He's like, this is some shit. So he uses his mind <gasps> to get him to shut the fuck up. Yeah, he silences him. So he, he's continuing to talk. But nothing's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. He was like trying to say something else. I can't remember exactly what he was trying to say, but um so after that they have a little like powwow to like I don't know, just like a bunch of sh- they're like talking about Reese's credibility essentially. Yeah. And they went into this meeting saying, We're gonna take the mask off, we're going in on his family. We're gonna let them know the truth. Valerius like, yeah, is yeah, not yeah, a yeah. secret anymore. So, so we, we have to be ourselves. So and we, then yeah. <laughs> and they do a really bad job of showing themselves. They do kind of do a lot a, a <laughs> poor a poor job of showing that. Um they do. And he's and he's fighting it the whole time. And I think he has like he's got good stuff to but I think Tamlin makes a really good point here. He's like, how do you guys know he that they're not trying to go for a run at King and Queen of Prithian? Like, try and use this word to your advantage. Oh my gosh! So I think that's interesting. That is interesting. He vehemently like was like, no, that's not what we're doing. Yeah. So, anyways, at the end of this, Tarquin like rescinds the blood rubies because oh, yeah. he's also over the fucking shit. Um, he's Reese so is sweet. like, I believe you, Tamlin. He is really sweet. I love Tarquin. Mm-hmm. I believe you, ta- like, it, you know, I believe you. You want to fight for us, like, whatever. And he like releases him, and then they actually can start talking about. Some, yeah, like, then the meeting begins, like real shit. Just, <laughs> but not before Eris decides to tell more. She just dressed like a slut, and oh, then yeah, yeah, Asriel, but yeah. like, jumps across. He like loses the shit, blasts oh. his power, breaks through his shield, tackles him to the ground, and strangles him. And the only thing yes. that stops him, like even Reese is like, stop as. And the only <laughs> thing that stops him is Feyre. Yeah, she got up. was like, oh. that's how she shows her power. Like as if he's a dog mm. that she can control. That's good. So crazy. Um, Before Eris like let, he let, or Azrael let go of Eris and he whispered something in his ear. And Eris yeah. was like, oh, what do you think he said? You're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. I know you're gay. The autumn court is the worst or autumn is the worst season. <laughs> so different and you're gay i know but you're gay like in a real I know way you, i know you're attracted to me i know you want this <gasps> is that what you think kind of oh that's gonna be in our theories episode yes for sure okay <laughs> i don't yeah i have a theory about with more in him as well um okay so pharaoh like i said pharaoh manages to get him off like calm the fuck down he whispers in his ear and he goes sits next to pharaoh um they go over the information that Tamlin brought and Helian's like, okay, I have two recommendations. One, we need to find all the caches of Fabane and figure out a way to destroy them. And then two, we need to get your people out of the spring court. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then daddy Tarquin's like, we'll take your people, Tamlin. I'm like, you are a God. Yeah. Someone Most else did too. Did they split to split it? No, it I think Tarquin? it was just Tarquin. Okay. Tarquin was being that fucking guy. I love Tarquin. Tamlin 
is like, well, how are the fuck are we going to do that? How are we going to like get rid of their cachets of Faye Bain? Uh, the Autumn Court even is like, okay, you know, we'll take care of it. And then Thiessen's like, no worries. And then like brings in Nuan, who is, what, how would you describe her position? She does. She's an alchemist, right? Yeah. And um, like an inventor almost. Yeah. Like a tinkerer. Yeah. Which is, he, she actually created Lucian's eye. Yes. Well, that's just very fun. I love that. I do too. It's awesome. Um, and basically she created this an- antidote that if you ingest it, it makes you like uh, immune to the Fabian To the effects of the Fabian, yeah. Yes. But it wouldn't do anything if you like were, were stabbed, stabbed with it. Yeah. If it's in your bloodstream already, I guess. Um, it's crazy that no one has tried to dismantle the Fabian situation going on because they've been getting fucked up with Fabian for a while yeah it seems like it'd be pretty hard like it'd be pretty difficult to do it though as could do it (laughs) he could does he study that but um i mean he could figure out a way he could have found nuan i mean i guess it got done you know what i mean yeah i yes i did i see what you're saying like he could have distributed what they needed yeah got it got it got it got it got it um and so we're going over like who would take it like what high lords are like oh whatever whatever um fair's like we'll take it all the women are, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the men are like, oh. no, the rest, most of the people are like, we'll take it. But Tamlin's being a whiny ass bitch. She's like, well, if I had a fucking army, if they were to dismantle my army, I, I would have people to take it. But I don't. I'll take it. Every but, second uh, he can get. Literally any chance he can get. It's so ridiculous. And then Baron starts running his mouth about literally everyone in the room. And then including Reese, calling like calling him a whore and bad, like really bad. Like, not just, oh, Reese, your whore. It was like, you were on your knees for oh, Amaranth. God, yeah. You're going to be on your knees if we lose to Highburn. It's disgusting. Pharaoh loses her shit. Little, little reminder. They were not supposed to show her power. Yes. Also, it's supposed to be like a peaceful meeting. Like, there's not going <laughs> to... Did you... Did you... Are you going to get to that? We have literally had already had one fight. And we were told in the earlier section of this book that if there's any fight that breaks out mm-hmm. in, in a High Lord's meeting... Like the people that's maybe started it, like they're you caught you pay with your life, like yeah, something in they would die. Yeah. So far, there's been one <laughs> fight and nothing happened to either of those people. And then and then Favor gets so pissed at Baron that she like breaks through his shield and puts him in a fucking water ball. Oh my god, it's so cool though. And he's like trying to push his fire out, and she's like pushing her spell cleaving power and like every other power back. She's like sh- she showed almost every single one of her powers. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it's like the one thing that they were gonna hide. Like literally, like maybe you maybe show one, but you don't have to show every <laughs> all seven at once. It's crazy. Um, and it's bad. It almost kills Baron with it, and Reese manages to, to snap her out of the yeah. red haze. She was going to. She was gonna fucking oh, she was gonna mm-hmm. eighty six that bitch. Which mm-hmm. honestly, I kind of wish that she did. Yeah. Uh, um, Get Baron, it over with. Yo, oh my god. And Baron gets so pissed. He like jumps up and he's he's. Which is fair. Yeah. <laughs> also fair. Like, he did just almost get killed. Yeah. And um, he's like, we're fucking leaving, basically. And uh, Nesta goes, no, you are not. Like, this meeting is not over. And she gives this pretty inspiring speech, which I was like, go, Ness. Yeah. And um, at the end, Baron is like, you can tell that he heard it and he felt it. And he was like, he's like, we'll think about it or we'll consider it. And then he winnows his whole family out. So thank God they're gone. (laughs) Yeah. We got the wet blankets out of there. Um, They were terrible. And this is my favorite part of it because 
Reese's response to this is so iconic. He goes, I didn't make her high lady because of her power. I made her <laughs> high lady because I love her. So, okay, Tamlin? write that one down. Write it down. You didn't do it. Okay. It wasn't because of her qualifications. <laughs> no. No, no. It's how well she rides that dick. That's insane. That's why I promoted her. And you know it. It's because of that little noise she makes right before she recognizes Oh, my gosh. It gets but, me. But he says the most petty stuff, Tamlin. It's so annoying. It really is annoying, but that is iconic. Every that was unfair. That was good. Everyone is looking around the room like, oh, so she's not qualified? Getting that? <laughs> okay that was insane <laughs> so insane um and then the other high lords don't like they, in my opinion there wasn't all that much time spent on it or like it didn't feel like that big of a deal the other high lords seem to like not really give a fuck they're like yeah about the humans that pharaoh has their powers oh yeah he, yeah they're like kind of impressed and um helian was like i wonder where that bit of power went yeah yeah i know Thiessen's looking at her up and down like if i slit this bitch open i, I let's see if i can find it let me see if i can root around like literally like with a scalpel but like other than that like it really it wasn't all that big of a deal yeah they talk for that's true which is kind of crazy because tamlin was so stressed out about <laughs> it <laughs> that's like, true unbelievably huge stressed point out about of it. contention <laughs> yeah. in the early days in their relationship and they literally <laughs> just like gave her a one-two and like yeah we're like, all right, what are we, what are you going to do? <laughs> and see when you train her powers, like what you can do against a high, one high Lord that didn't yeah. like it, that would have probably slid her open if she wasn't tra- trained to prepare. Tamlin. That was good. Tamlin. Anyways. Um, the, uh, and so at that point, so they all kind of chat for a couple more hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what about, it just says they ha- kind of have conversations and then they all this basically decent is like, you can stay. You're more than welcome to stay. And they decide to have one big High Lord sleepover <laughs> at the Dawn Court, which is so cute. Um, so they can they can continue conversations the next day. Mm-hmm. Helian, with those nice thighs and those pretty eyes, comes to visit <laughs> that night. And he has he's he has some nice thighs. She described his thighs as like so so nice. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, the thigh lord, yeah. thigh lord of the High Court, the thigh lord, high, wait, high thigh lord of the. Wait. The thigh lord of the high court. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Oh my god! I didn't even notice. I'm stressed out. The high, the thigh lord of the day court. There it is. There he oh my is. God, that was so difficult. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> so he comes over um, to chat some shit with everybody, um, and through this conversation, right? Um, he's kind of talking. <laughs> Sorry this for edible, laughing. This edible is, I think, getting to me. Because I don't feel like I feel anything like I've ever felt. I, I can't read. I don't know where I'm at. Okay. I can't even tell anymore. I'm so stressed out. Okay, I'm going to go back to the healing with the nice thighs comes to comes to their room. And... It, <laughs> Thigh Lord Helian of the day court. Thigh Lord of the day court. Hashtag. Okay. It's so amazing. And he is our bisexual king. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our bisexual king of this of this universe. We love him. Um, he hits on more and Cassian when he walks in. He's and like, Asriel. And Asriel. And he asks like when they're going to like be in his bed. And they're like, we've said no for the last 300 years. Like, let it be. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Who would say? And Farrah's <laughs> even like why didn't they say yes and then reese in her mind is like do you want a third and i was like <laughs> toes are curling <laughs> breasts are tightening they'd pick Azrael probably <laughs> you think if they had a three-way with anyone else in the inner circle that's a good bet because he doesn't talk it would be 
one. He's definitely a freak in the sheets. Oh, like yeah. more so than the other two, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so they talk about like Baron's intentions and like what they think he's gonna do, whether he means to fight or like whether he's just gonna kinda hide at home. Mm-hmm. And Helian starts talking about like the first war he played games. And then at least basically leads to them talking about how he fucked the lady of the autumn court for like years upon years after the war. Cause he saved her life in, in the first war. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Farrah's like looking at him and she's like, Oh my God. She makes a connection. She's like, that is Lucian's father. That's Lucian's father. Cause the lady of the autumn court is his mother. <sighs> Yeah. And that is his father. And Reese knows it right away. Reese agrees. And she's like, this is my thing too. Fira's like, why have you never even thought about this before? And and he's like, (laughs) I don't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. I think he can't be that stupid. I feel like if Fira figured it out in four seconds, she couldn't even figure out the fucking riddle. That's true. For three months. Like, come on. You knew. You know you knew. Um, Yeah. That's why Eris... Did yes. not try to kill him. Did not try and saved him. And saved him because he's not a threat to the Autumn Throne. Eris knows that. Yeah, and that's also why he's she like Lucian is the Lady of the Autumn Court's favorite son. Yep, because yeah. she that because he's Helian's father, which is like the one man she actually loves. Yeah, and that's like which is really sad. Her favorite love child. Yeah, it's per, it's really sad. But she also had they do allude that she had an opportunity to leave if she wanted to. Right, but she didn't. Yeah, but Helian didn't seem to know that. No, he did know that. He's the one that said she stayed on her own terms. Not but, everything happens like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Not yeah, but like more like yours is. She said more says that the Lady Autumn waited before agreeing to marry Baron. Oh, but that was but that was before the war, though. Oh, but I and then he, I thought he he seemed confused and he thought that she didn't have a choice and was sold to Baron. So I feel like there was just. Mi- um, like a miscommunication somewhere right in there no but what i misreading misreading no that, that wasn't after the war though because they were already married during the war so that story about her marrying baron baron happened before the war right. so so what are you saying because <laughs> when when because pharah asked baron why haven't you gotten her out of there why don't you oh, have since her then, leave since then okay since since they fucked and he was like I tried. She decided she chose to, to stay. stay there. Got it. Got it. Got it. We're on yeah. the same page now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got up. <laughs> I was so confused. I was way behind. That's my bad. That's my bad. Okay. Do Lu- Lucian and Helian don't know? Lucian. Yeah, that is important to know. Lucian, nor Lu- Lucian or Helian don't know. Okay. And that's interesting to me too because how how does Helian not see Lucian his own son? And I we like we have to assume that they've seen each other because yeah, Lucian was the emissary to. They were all under the mountain together. What that too, yes. Yeah. But how did he not see that and know that? Maybe because Helian's super shallow and super superficial. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't think about things like that. I don't know. That's fair. No, that's fair. Um, by the way, the whole time Azriel's like pouting in a corner because of what happened with Mora and Eris. Because uh-huh. Mora was like freaked out. She's not talking to him. And then Nesta like runs out of her room and tells Feyre something's wrong. And they check everything um, to make sure that it's fine. They even check in Valaris, but they're like, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. And she's like, dude, no, there is something wrong. I feel like I forgot something. I'm having mad anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really bad. But they dis- eventually decide to just let it be because they've already checked. They've already done. All yeah, they're they like, do. they're, we don't see anything. Sorry, we're just going to stay. And then more takes Helian to bed mm-hmm. that night. And Feyre is being her nosy self yet again. 
mm-hmm. and asking Reese, like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on with that? Um, you know, why don't they just say their feelings? And Reese literally is like, leave it, Farah. Like, we don't. Like, we can't like, interfere. This is not our biggest problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is literally not it Stop worrying all. about it. For real. Um, and then Farah tells Reese that she did look for his mother's wings and at Tamlin's place when they when she was there the last time she was in the spring court. Mm-hmm. And that Tamlin had said that he burned them. Yeah. And I think Reese was thankful he was no for sure right still just like because it offered his mom and sister that peace at last for sure i if if they were yeah no maybe i wouldn't want them but like it felt like he wanted them so i'd be sad yeah also the other thing that i have to say too is like i get that you don't want to stay in your friend's business but like i feel like their relationship or lack thereof or situation like affects the group Everybody. so how no one has ever said anything <laughs> to me or like justified in 500 it, it's not years our problem yeah, what the fuck? Even 20 years, I feel like, would be too long. I'd be so irritated watching this going on. I'd be like, are you the fuck? No, I yeah. don't blame Farah. She's been there for six months. She can't right. keep her nose And they it. harp on it a lot. <laughs> this first half of the book. Literally, it's so much. Um. Okay, so even though Mort and Helian were like really loud during the night. Yeah, what the fuck? That Reese had to shield the room from them. The next morning, she's looking sad. It's pointed out many times like i just said more and Azrael are ignoring each other and it's actually really annoying so annoying. nesta is still worried but she's okay they prepare for another day of bickering with the other high lords not too long into the meeting nesta has a fit her hands are on her chest she's losing her balance after surging to her feet she's sweating she looks confused and in pain and collapses and throws up into the reflection pool everyone's super weary um worried cassian is by her side Helene and Thiessen both step up to help her using their powers, but they don't find anything. And she's like, something is wrong. But not with her, with the cauldron. And then there's a rumbling, a shuddering of the earth. The mountain shook, debris falling, and then it stopped. And they can hear screaming from outside. And then Reese shoots his power south and says to the group, the king of Hybern just used the cauldron to shatter the wall. I love how he just knew right off the rip. Hey, he's just like, I'm just going to go take a look, see what's going on. Yeah, how does he look that far? That's pretty far. His powers, I guess, are enormous. Oh, my God. <laughs> but Nesta knew what was happening because of her connection to the cauldron, obviously. Um, she can feel it gathering its power to take the wall down. And they think that's also a reason that Hybern wants her because she's like a warning bell. Yeah. Everyone leaves within minutes, promising to rally their forces, except for Tamlin. He leaves without a word. We don't know what he's going to do. No word from Baron either, because they didn't make any promises. During goodbyes, Varian asks Reese and Feyre to tell Amran thank you, but and he's about to say more, but he promises um, he'll tell her himself, because he, mm. he's in love with Amran and thinks he's going to mm. die. Oh, he's like so sure of it. I love him. Like, can't handle <laughs> yeah, it yeah. the whole time he's anywhere. There hasn't even been a battle, battle plan. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They're back at the townhouse. Nesta and Feyre are worried about the humans back home. Reese offers their household refuge in the night court, but Nesta says they're not going to go for that. Mm. They're running through the options. Nothing's looking good. And then Elaine offers up Grayson's estate. (laughs) His father has the space, the walls, the weapons, the stores of food, a grove of ash trees, escape tunnels. He was a doomsday prepper. He's got the resources. Yeah. And that's so funny. It is. The way that I picture the Grayson's estate it's so pathetic i i yeah uh, it so seems funny. like a really sad prison honestly yeah, like four walls and then like a tiny house in the middle but it's i guess it's bigger than that I mean, yeah they have like a lot of people. multiple multiple buildings for different things like yeah. that would be a town if if like everything else went to shit that's cool which is crazy i don't picture it like that unfortunately 
Cassian starts to consider this idea, and Elaine says they have dogs trained to hunt and detect fairies. How the hell did they manage to train those dogs to do that? And they were catching and torturing them, I bet. Also, what's a couple of dogs against any of them? Uh huh, that's true. (laughs) I don't know. Dogs can be scary. Probably just to sniff them out. Yeah. Like, probably they'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Elaine thinks if she's glamoured to look human, she can convince them to open their gates to those seeking refuge. They all prepare to talk the Illy- to the Illyrians before they mobilize them, and then they're off to the estate. Cassian tells Nesta to kill any human who tries to hurt her because he isn't coming along to the estate. He gives her a knife and gives her a crash course in how not to die and what to do if someone gets a hold of her. And, like, Pharaoh's watching the whole time, and when he leaves, she looks at Pharaoh and she's like, don't, don't. even say anything. <laughs> don't even start. Which is funny. It's, it's, that's so funny because she knows. Mm-hmm. They all know. Before they leave, Favor goes to Amran to bluntly ask, what do you know about the creature under the library? And she tells her, her its name is Briaxis or Briaxis. I think it's whatever. I say Briaxis. Briaxis sounds better. Um, and she's like, I need you to help me right now. I'm going to make another bargain with Briaxis because I know that Reese will burn himself out in this war if it gives us a chance and this might help. Yeah, absolutely. So they're at the bottom of the pit. Feyre explains to Briaxis she wants to make another bargain, and Amarin silently confirms she can break the wards containing him if needed. The bargain is, fight for me and my high lord in the war in exchange for freedom from the pit. But he doesn't like that idea because he likes his pit. It's his home, and all he wants is sunlight, moonlight, and the stars. And He wants a window. Yeah, and... Which is, and somebody to talk to. <laughs> I literally was laughing so hard during this part, too, because I'm like, what the fuck it was funny. is wrong with all these crazy, like, they love portrayed mon- like monsters that not only love Feyre, like, well, it probably would fuck up anyone else that came down there, but they yeah. also just want these, like, cute-ass gifts. Yeah. Like, what is this about? <laughs> it's it's funny and charming. I like I want it. A window. I just want I them want to talk to you for, like, an hour. <laughs> That's how he sounds. Feyre hides this bargain from others, except for Reese, and she doesn't know why she hides it. So weird. She's, she's like, she's like Reese is like a dis- lying is a disease. Moore's lying is a disease. <laughs> they can't help the life of people now. It's like catching fire. Yeah, in the fucking ooh, group. catching fire. Yeah. Before Reese and Feyre leave, they take one last look at the townhouse, and Feyre promises they'll see it again. And it sounds like a bunch of people are gonna die in this war. Yeah, that's what they keep like, <laughs> like. They don't expect to come home, which no. is interesting. It, yeah, and it's. Sad. I don't know why Favor doesn't expect to come home. I don't get that fully. What do you mean? Because Highburn's armies are so devastating; they're all going to die. No, that's true. Like if they were to lose, like the, <laughs> oh. that's what they, okay. So they just this whole they time they were going to lose, lose. Mm-hmm, the whole time. <sighs> they went out to the Illyrian camps. Reese confirms to Devlin and the Illyrian army before him that indeed the wall has come down. Devlin notices Nesta and says. What the hell even is that? <laughs> he's so done. He's, he's like, so done. He's like, is that a witch? He can't stand her. And before Nesta, before anybody could say anything, she's like, yes, I'm, an, I'm a witch. She's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Cassian's like, no, 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 no. She's not a witch. She's just a high fae. But they are afraid of her. They see something more terrifying in her, which is super interesting. It's mostly it's mostly Devlin because they allude to him having like a specific power where he can like off the rip, like say probably if you're highborn fair, if you're half like if you're a half Illyrian, like whatever. Like, yeah, it seems that he has that's because he can maybe see maybe there's a heat signature or something that like radiates differently or a scent or whatever. Yeah, that she's not (laughs) not not of this realm. Whatever the fuck she is is not what he likes. Uh, And then 
more shifts to reveal Elaine for some reason. She's like, why don't you just take a look at this? Yeah, why the fuck? <laughs> and Reese is like, get them inside a tent. Devlin is about to throw a hissy fit. And why did they even have to come to this meeting in the first place? That's so they confusing didn't. for me. They didn't. I'll never understand how they can literally tele- teleport places and like, just like they take people like as, as if it's like a car ride <laughs> it's like so yeah like you're going just, it's on just the way. as much time yeah like yeah the, but it, is it like saving time it's like not. they're supposed to be like teleporting literally oh. no that's so funny when they're situated inside the tent nesta asks more what the difference between a fairy and a witch even is and she explains witches are able to use slash acquire power greater than what the cauldron gave them which is interesting i wonder how they do that um elaine is not taking being glamoured into a human well at all. She's like, will it hurt? And they're like, just act human. And she's like, I already do that. <laughs> and they're like, well, just keep your That's vision. That's like a perfect link. <laughs> I already do that. No, it I wasn't. I do that. <laughs> That's like, I am. <laughs> they're like, just keep your vision talk at zero. Okay, that's all we ask. <laughs> yeah. And she glamour, more glamours her, and Elaine is disappointed at how ordinary she looks. She's like, dang. I thought she was pretty arms. when she was a human. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember this. And she was a, she didn't want to be, I don't know. It's confusing. <laughs> They're off to Grayson's estate. It's pretty heavily guarded. The walls are tall like they said they would be. Elaine speaks first and asks the guards to tell Grayson that his betrothed begs for sanctuary. I wonder if they remember to put tracks in the snow this time. It's not snowing. <laughs> in the dirt then. In the dirt, yeah. Elaine admits she wants in with Grayson because their house has been begging for a woman's touch for years the decorating i'm just kidding yeah right a guard runs to relay their message and finally someone shouts he'll come out to see you so they're led inside a small guard house guard house to wait Farah admits to nesta who is watching her that she has problems with small spaces because she's starting to freak out a little bit and then nesta reveals that she has to use buckets when she bathes because she can't get into bathtubs anymore, which is Aww, really sad. Yeah, that's really sad. It's the cauldron, and no one even thinks about anything. Any, like, like, how do they not like recall that like PTSD is a thing? Right. You even know with what the I'm fire saying? crackling later. I'll be honest. Like a lot of people in the inner circle, in my opinion, really only like in the moment think about themselves. Maybe that's like a thing that happens after 500 years of being alive. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't know more for sure. Ugh. Feyre is taken aback by this admission, but promises to find another solution when they get back home. And finally, Lord Grayson and his father, whose name is Nolan, approach with two dozen guards. Grayson at first seems happy to see Elaine, but Nolan holds him back. He asks to explain their presence. And Elaine is like, uh, uh, where, and then Ness is like, the walls come down. Yeah. Yeah. They ask, how are you, High Fey? And Nesta explains everything. Feyre introduces herself as High Lady of the Night Court. And, um, and Rhysian as her husband and not mate. Which is hmm. interesting. Elaine begs for sanctuary for her family and any family that needs it. Grayson reveals he he knows she's lying. Nolan is insulted. They think they can deceive them in their own home. And everyone, they're like, well, what do you mean? It's true. It's all true. And then Jerrion walks out. I love him. I can't even lie. I love... Grayson? <laughs> Nolan? Jurian. Jurian. i do too he's mvp he is mvp book. of this like a thousand percent so this is actually where i'm gonna go with it Jurian, the hybrid human ringer was actually pretending to be crazy to be like driven mad yeah this whole time and pretending to be working for hybrid because he essentially was resurrected around a bunch of enemies like what else was he gonna do yeah he's like I, and i can't believe any of them thought for one moment he would he wasn't going to fight with the humans because that's all he's ever shown in his entire personality that's so true he's like a human enthusiast and he fought like side by side 100 with, with more of the time 
Yeah. Absolutely. So and it's like, and what? the king was like, we'll bring him back. He'll want Miriam back. <laughs> he'll, want, he'll literally fight for the Faye because he wants Miriam, dude. I'm telling you, dude. She's obsessed with her. Drake comes back. He's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I don't even care oh, about Miriam. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. Miriam. Who's Miriam? Anyway. I forgot. Oh my God. Anyways. And so he tells him to look at Reese and to look into his mind to see that all of this is true. And Reese just like, randomly forgets to use his power like anytime it's convenient it's so fucking weird yeah he did it at the summer court he did it at the summer court fighting off the guards and he did it um in highburn that's right yeah because he didn't look into Jurian's mind to see where his head was at because he was afraid to see amarantha inside there and that's what he said but i I think that's excuse i think it's bullshit if i'm being honest Jurian wants to find Miriam and Draken because she wants he wants to apologize to them not to like kill them or beat the shit out of them yeah. yeah or anything like that and then Drian reveals that Tamlin went back to Highburn um, after the High Lords meeting and they plan to attack the Summer Court the next day. So um, do we assume that Tamlin is with Highburn now or he's going for some other reason? So that's my interpretation of it. Like okay. he ran back to him after the High Lords meeting and, like to I think he's even said something like he had spiders. He gave some indication that right. that was what happened. Okay. It was confusing. Um, it was a confusing read for me. Yeah, I can, I can see that too. Maybe I can't remember exactly what was said, but uh, the, Elaine tells Grayson, she's like, they're still staring at each other. She's like, my heart, you know, belongs to you. Like, he's like, I, I, I love you. Like, I want to be with you. Like, da, 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 da. And he really could not be more like rude Unbot- and ruthless yeah. about it. And it's funny because like Nolan is, was like, whoa, chill. Even, even Nolan was dad. like, for fuck's sake, like he might as well have just, just like punch the shit out of her. Yeah. And it's crazy because the, the older generation is the one that's usually worse and it's flip-flop this time which was so weird because he walked in like so like hopeful oh, Elaine. oh because then, i guess she was still glamored as human so maybe he was fooled immediately even though he had been told just just mm-hmm. then by jerk so in- it's interesting i don't know it is interesting nesta comes up and just smacks the shit out of him that's literally how rude he was <laughs> yeah and, it was bad yeah and says that he never deserved elaine um, and then with some threats from Jurian, Grayson and his father do agree to shelter like other humans mm-hmm. that need any kind of refuge uh, during that point. Um, and then Jurian, they kind of talk before they leave, but Jurian apologizes for shooting Azrael because Azrael dipped to go kind of coordinate with the summer court because there's yeah. supposed to be an attack. And um, they ask what he's going to do. And he's like, well, I, I'm probably going to go back to Highburn check in and then I'm going to go to the continent to sow some seeds of discord amongst the amongst the queens he's like yeah i'll see what i can courts. do yeah just like whatever you know what are you gonna do <laughs> and he tells cassian to hammer the left flank during the fight because there's some new green lords that are trying to trying oh, to rip up yeah. some shit in the battle mm-hmm. he congratulates pharaoh on killing the incest twins <laughs> <laughs> and then they head back to the war camp to prepare for the next day can i just say real quick pharaoh refused to refers to nesta here as a queen yeah and she has done this a couple times she did it in the first couple chapters of the first book and she does it again in the next book and i don't think it's a coincidence you think that i wonder where she would be a queen right me either but i think it might happen there are theories online that i don't love but i think are interesting and i would about that about that Mm. ah that's interesting i have not heard anything yeah i thought that was original (laughs) fair enough fair enough just kidding um, okay, so they bring their Illyrian army to meet the Hyber- to meet Hyburn's forces on the border of the Spring Court and the Summer Court. Uh, this fight is honestly fairly easily won, in my my opinion. 
honestly, I mean, it was within a few hours, but there was no like Fabian involved. They did have a pretty yeah. like weak left flank. Like it, it, it pretty much collapsed. It was the left flank. It was, it was the left flank. And they even had the summer courts army. So they had cornered them with the Alaran army. And then on the other side, the, the summer courts army showed up. Yeah. So it was like, it was kind of a slaughter. Yeah, it was pretty quick. Um, Nesta and Cassian have a moment after this fight. Cause the best warrior ever and the, probably the easiest fight that they're going to have got injured <laughs> and was she's his like, wings this time or no it's his it was his wrist his wrist his wrist was sprained <laughs> are you serious <laughs> so serious <laughs> i was waiting for you to tell me the truth no but that was it no literally his wrist was sprained <laughs> okay i i had to go back through it and check um and she's like how do i fix it and he's like bandage it. So she bandages it. And this one's this more decides to walk in and just completely shut, like throw ice cold water on the simmer. But um, she walks in and he's like, he just like scrambles away from Nesta and is like, I'm fine. Like, I'm good. Like to go comfort more. And I was oh, like, mm, that's rude. That's weird. And she literally was sat there like her hands were open, like as if his hands was still in hers. Aww. She was like, look, at, oh, so I'm like, girl, Nesta. I probably would be a dick to him after that, too, because mm-hmm. she's was um so and then hybrid's forces are supposed to attack the winter court and they didn't know that very and like runs in he's like oh my god the winter court's about to be attacked by hybrid and their forces are moving that way they didn't even know that their forces were over there right cause, yeah because hybrid's doing a good job of keeping it secret right and so they're like shit how what are we gonna do here like we have like we have to fight that but also if we leave this part open it leaves like a pathway for them to go south Mm -hmm. like they might think that they can do that so so varian goes you know i got a plan Okay? okay so this is what we're gonna do we're gonna march north to help out the winter court but we're gonna throw a glamour over ourselves here so they think that we're here which was honestly pretty genius no it's a good that's a good plan for sure and Farah and Reese are the ones that do this, and it drains both of them of like not probably ninety percent of their power. Yeah, so it's to cloak the entire army. Yeah, and like gla- yeah, like basically Glamour. have it. Yeah. yeah, the area, whatever. So that way, people think that their army's still there. Yeah, it takes a lot of of, of firepower for them. So they are pretty much drained and they're supposed to go to into another battle. I guess he, like we've never seen Resand train maybe like once in the second book. Yeah. But like true. he must be training at other times <laughs> because he's not lasting in these battles. No. Without... <laughs> he's lying about Cassian about his training. <laughs> oh, my God. <sighs> Jesus. Um, so I just thought that was interesting. But anyways, that is goes, interesting. They do have their so they meet the forces. And I, if I'm remembering correctly, right, the Winter Court's not there. So it seriously is just the Summer Court and the Illyrians and Kira's army to fight some of these battles. Yes. And they, this is a big one, right? These, this is a big one. And to be fair, the Night Court has most of, the, most of their forces, but that's only two courts. Imagine like they're all they're missing the Winter Courts at this point. They're missing Dawn and they're missing Day. That's probably half an army. True. So I'm like, and they, they're always like, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to beat like Hybron's bigger army. Like you probably have like somewhat comparative people. I guess, I don't know the numbers. So that's what <laughs> I mean. It's hard to imagine. Um, so at this fight, it, it's not, it's not going as well as the last one. Um, Hybron's forces are like very much like more prepared. They have the caches of Feybane there. Um, and just overall their army just, it's, it's, you could, <laughs> you could tell that like, this is their at least B team. This is maybe their A team, <laughs> but this is their B team. And last week, they, or last time, their last battle, they had like their E team. Yeah. So yeah. So they're bringing it They're I feel yeah, they're more prepared, right? They're expecting it. Right. So like, 
as of now, they're like winning the fight. And this is what prompts Feyre to go. I have to find the cereal immediately. Mm. Imme- like right now during this fight mm-hmm. for just i'm low of power like let's just do it i gotta go now it's, everyone's distracted because, not because like anything that she would need to find out would affect them like ASAP. immediately mm-hmm. just this she just didn't want right anybody time. to know <laughs> she's just keeping her secrets <laughs> anyway so she decides that's when she's gonna go um so she asks elaine and elaine like does like a little mind scrying thing so her powers are fairly handy which is interesting to me that she knows how to do this and yeah. she hasn't trained anything well they mind will walk power- her through it She's like, just try Elaine, and she yeah, did. just just take a breath and picture this person. <laughs> yes, that she's not okay. Well, that's good. Farah's becoming a teacher. Um, <laughs> she's mastered her powers. Anyway, so she's like, oh, the the cereal's in the middle, which is where the Weaver is, which mm. is where Striga is. And if you remember, their last interaction was not an A plus situation. Good. Yeah, it was not fun. Um, so she's nervous about that. Um. So she winnows somehow to the middle with like her low ass cachet of power at this point. Mm-hmm. And she like, does she even set us? I think she just lays down in a, like a cloak. Like, and the cereal's already That's there. It. And the cereal's like been waiting for you, girl. Like, yeah, girl. she was literally waiting for her. She, it, it takes it like mi- maximum a minute and a half mm-hmm. for the cereal to get there. <laughs> That's like max. And people have to wait hours for this thing. Ugh. Anyways. So she asks, so this is basically what their conversation goes over, right? So she asks where, like, how to find the Hybern's forces. And right. she's like, and the serial is like, even I can't see it, but you have a way of finding it. Like calls to like. Nesta, Nesta, Nesta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, scry for it, scro- bones and stones. Bones and stones. Yes. Farah asked why the cauldron did not react when she joined the book and then spoke the spell. And it's Farah's like, or the cereal's like, you weren't holding on long enough. And she's like, well, it was about to kill me. And the cereal's like, well, what do you expect to nullify something so powerful? Yeah. It's a lot of power. You need more people. Right. You, you, yeah. Like otherwise, the, like it will drain your life. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy. You'll get it. <laughs> I get it. If you know, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I feel left out. I am oh, no. FOMO. Um, and then um, she asks if the like people like the Bone Carver are in Bryaxis are going to make a difference in the war. Oh. And she's like, well, she can't see them because they're not they're not of this earth. Ooh. So she can't tell if it'll make a difference. She can't see she's that like, I don't future. Know. She mm-hmm. can't see all that. Mm-hmm. And then Farah tells. Uh, the cereal that the carver wants the Ouroboros and she asked if looking into it will drive her mad and the cereal is like the only thing that can break you is you baby girl it's up to you like you got your this girly you got this <laughs> just saying <laughs> and the cereal tells her that Amarin has the answers um, to the war and it lies in the second and penultimate pages of the book yes and together they hold the key I don't know what penultimate pages means it means the second to last oh I didn't know that yeah cool <laughs> and then the cereal is about to tell her something else um, that she needs to do to stop Hybern when an air ash arrow suddenly bursts through the cereal's throat. And no. Ianthe and her two cronies are with her. No. Her Hybern cronies. Before, yeah, before I get to that. What did I miss? No, oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's not bad. The cereal says, um, oh. she's talking, she was talking like, why, like all their encounters. And she said, this time you sent the trembling fawn to find me. I did not expect to see those doe eyes peering at me from across the world, which the cereal saw Elaine. 
seeing her, yeah. which was interesting. I don't know what it means. No, it, it seems to me like that she saw the uh, those. Uh, oh, because the cereal's all knowing. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen to that. I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Okay, so the cereal is silently telling Feyre to run. The king of Hybern undid what Feyre did to Ianthe's mind, but not her hand. Her hand is still bummy. Ianthe says she captured the cereal, the cereal with a robe that had a tracking spell that would alert Ianthe if Feyre was ever near it, and that's how she was found. And the robe was also a tattered piece of shit. Mm. But it's a clever, clever thing. And then Pharaoh's like freaking out inside. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, what am I going to do? And then she's like, I should have slit your throat that night in the tent. She's like, nice and cool and collected outwardly. Yeah. Her yeah. magic is drained. So she says a cool one liner and runs away. It's something like, you'll have to catch me first. And then she runs away. But she's running to save the cereal. She has affection for the cereal. And if she went out, Ianthe would take it back to Highburn and who knows what would they, they would do. Mm. So she runs toward the Weaver's cabin. And the door is cracked a little bit and she runs right inside. And Ianthe knows her shields are drained and she's talking like a classic villain outside. And she's like, um, I know you're in there, Feyre. Too bad. We're going to have to kill whoever, whoever's in there. You're not going to be able to use your little glowing trick this time. This <laughs> is bitch. so funny. She brought that one up. Yeah. It's still bothering her. And I yeah. love that. She's like losing sleep over it every <laughs> night. The weaver can smell the bone carver on Feyre and asks, what are you? They can hear Ianthe chatting, and the weaver says, what did you bring me, Feyre? I don't think she calls her by her, her name. She's like, what did you bring me? And she says, dinner. And then after Ianthe and her guards like had already walked in, and then she like walks, runs out, shuts the door, and run, and runs. And uh, I hope the weaver ate her. Um, it probably was something tor- terribly and I slow. I hope and it was horrible. Eaten. She runs back to the cereal who is having trouble breathing. The cereal asks Feyre, don't like, don't waste your magic trying to save me. It's already too late. Can you just stay to the end? Mm. She tells Feyre that she knows about the, she knew about the tracking spell, but had come anyways. And Feyre was like, why did you come? And she said, you were kind. You fought your fear. You were kind. Feyre returns the sentiment and thanks the cereal for helping her. Before the end, the cereal says, stay with the high Lord and everything will be righted. And only now did Feyre realize she met Reese this whole time. And she says, I did. I stayed. The cereal says, no, not yet. Stay with him. That would have scared the shit out of me. Like, what do you mean? I, I am staying with him. Yeah, like, you oh, think I'm no. going to leave? Feyre asks what her name is, and she doesn't give it. She says it doesn't matter, which is really sad. R.I.P. Oh, she's not dead yet. Well, <laughs> but she says, you need to go. Other creatures are being drawn here from the blood and makes a final request. Makes a final request request leave this world a better place than how you found it our beloved cereal takes one last breath and dies pharaoh realized the cereal helped her and was kind to her because she was a dreamer and she lays her head on her chest and weeps and i imagine it was for several minutes but then helian finds her there in the middle and before they leave she makes him give the cereal his crimson cloak they put it on her body and then helian burns her with his ash power and then they leave R.I.P. the cereal. R.I.P. In the arms of the angel. <laughs> <laughs> also, fuck Ianthe for giving it tattered robes. Yeah. That's crazy. Fuck Ianthe for killing it. That's so rude. I know. What was the point? Oh, it's because Ianthe tried to question the cereal and yeah. it, she wouldn't talk. She wouldn't and talk. She wouldn't talk for Ianthe. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't talk for Ianthe too. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. They went out into Reese's tent. She breaks down. He lets her. 
Reese tells her what happened, but we don't know what it is yet. Feyre storms into another tent. Cassian is hurt. He's unconscious, slashed from belly button to chest. Ugh. The healers are there, but they won the battle, which is the good news. Amran is on her way with the book. Nesta is to try and track the cauldron. Moore is pissed at Feyre for leaving and not saying anything. Reese isn't that mad because he was just too scared and he was just happy that she was alive. But he says, leave a note next time. Mm-hmm. The healer finished up on Cassian and he wakes up. Reese tells him they won, et cetera, et cetera, but don't pull that shit again. Your guts were hanging out, you stupid prick, as held them in for you. Mm. But Cassian defends his decisions. Reese pulls rank. They're yelling at each other. But Reese is scared to have almost lost Cassian. He can't stand to see any of them hurt. And that is a theme throughout this whole book. Um, Pharaoh walks outside and well, finds what? And, well, and just I think it's good to note that like Cassian said like you can't be the only one to to make decisions to sacrifice for people like what is that yeah and he says that a lot they do it a lot again later like you've made you've paid the debt like let us help yeah basically god it's really sad and that's facts (laughs) (laughs) pharaoh walks outside to find nesta struggling with a water bucket but more sends her away she's she hates nesta she's pissed at her because she also didn't tell anybody like where where Feyre had gone. Did did Nesta know? Yeah, because she's like she, knew or she did was she... leaving, mm-hmm. but she didn't know where she where was she was going. going. Yeah, yeah. Okay. more goes off on Feyre. You shouldn't have lied. I would have let you go. I was duped. I had I had to tell Reese. I have no idea where your high lady was. Which uh, is a fa- which is fair. Very fair. Like, can you imagine? Like, no, where I'd be so she... mad because she did kind of dupe her too. Yeah, she did make her believe. She like, put her in a hard spot for yeah. sure. Favor responds by lashing out and attacking more. How about the fact that you lie to yourself and all of us every single day? <laughs> Talking about so Azriel and Helian. And then Moore's like, Meh. and she's like, oh, you don't like to be pushed about your decisions? Me either. But they, they're just like, get out. And they, they split up. And then she runs into Amran 10 seconds later. Amran can sense that they fought, but she only says, be careful of how you push her. There are some truths that even Morgan has not herself faced. And we'll find out what that is later. Mm-hmm. They go back to Reese's tent. Nesta comes in. The plan is for her to scry for the cauldron with bones and stones. So they do it right now. She holds the stones and closes her eyes and casts her mind to find the cauldron. And she starts having a reaction. So Feyre goes into her mind to see what's going on. And she finds an ancient darkness. They're both standing in Highburn's war tent. Durian's there. The cauldron's there. But she's frozen in place. The cauldron can sense them. Feyre's like, drop the bones. Run. Like, we got to get out of here. The cauldron is about to overtake them like as a wave. Like yeah. a wave. They come to Nessa did throw the bones and stones and they form a circle on the map over where Highburn's army is. And it's the western edge of the human territory, 100, mi- 100 miles from their family's estate. Ugh. So things aren't looking good. They're in the perfect spot for Highburn's army to push them north into the middle where they'd be separated like from all the woods mm. and have to deal with all the cast offs of Prithian. And they don't have enough soldiers for that. It's too late for Miriam Draken. And then Varian walks in. Mm. He had found Amran. He says nothing. He walks straight to her, kisses her, picks her up, and carries her away into the camp, which I thought was really sweet. I really like their relationship. I wrote all their lines down. And Aaron's like, she purred. Yeah. Because she's a little cat. I love that. Thera has a bunch of nightmares that night, including an image of the cauldron snaking a black tendril toward her. She bolts awake, runs outside, and Nesta and Aaron are outside. They could they could all feel something that's happening because they're all made. Mm-hmm. Asriel says the shadows and wind are recoiling. Then it leaves, it stops, and they're like, Phew. but Asriel's like, what about Elaine? And they're like, <gasps> oh shit. 
He even thinks about Elaine before Nesta thinks it's about crazy. Elaine. It's crazy. She's crazy. also made. Right. Which, uh, why can't Elaine stay at the townhouse? Why is she even here? Why is she even fucking there? She could be hanging out with Nuala and Carolyn making bread. There's no reason for her to be there at this point. There's zero fucking reason. It doesn't make sense. They didn't bring her into the High Lords meeting. Why the fuck do they have her here? <laughs> Just to be like stolen away in the night because she is <laughs> because she's just literally there elaine is missing everyone jumps into action to look for her Feyre realizes that in her dreams she saw grayson at the edge of the camp luring elaine out and that's how the cauldron had done it mm. now nesta and Feyre are both jealous because hybern wants elaine and not them <laughs> <laughs> she wants nesta elaine she's and he's like Farah, like whatever girl you just do no Nesta and Farah are jealous. Yeah, no, that's fair. They want Elaine. Right, but Farah's the most jealous. They never even want yeah, her. Yeah, she's just like both my sisters. Really. <laughs> she's wanted never from them. <laughs> the cauldron is playing petty games. Nesta stole from the cauldron, and the cauldron stole Nesta. Uh, they stole from Nesta being Elaine. Mm. Uh, but mm. she's hopeless about getting her back. She knows the cauldron. She's seen its heart. As But as it's like, I'm getting her back. Like, yeah, he's like, I'm getting her back. Don't even worry about it. And Nessa's like, and you will die. Did she? She did say that. She, yeah. That's really sad. I know. His shadows can get him into their camp, and Pharaoh wants to go because she has a plan. She shifts into Ianthe. And as in, she's like, I need one of your siphons, Azrael. <laughs> Doesn't even ask him. He throws her a siphon to use as her jewel. They have to go to the camp blacksmith to get a replica of Ianthe's circlet. <laughs> And they have to go to a camp priestess to borrow a spare set of ropes. I was thinking about this, too. It's been hours. <laughs> this must have happened at like eight o'clock at night. Oh, her being stolen. <laughs> yeah. And then it must have been they probably went at like one. But why couldn't they like have shifted a piece of clothing into the priestess's robes or a rock into his stone? Like, why would they have to go get a blacksmith <laughs> or like? Yeah, no. Fucking who knows? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they went out to the edge of Hybern's camp, but inside the wards, Asriel turns to shadows and Pharaoh walks right in behind him. In Hybern's camp, there are three children of the blessed, like hung up on racks being tortured. Well, one's being tortured. The other two are already like they're dead, but they were (laughs) tortured before that. Their bodies look like Claire better, like post mortem. Um, And Jurian finds finds Pharaoh in disguise as a a a a pretty quickly as she's in the camp. Yeah. Um, and he walks up to her and I'm not even kidding, like 4.5 seconds go by and he's like, he realizes he has like a face shift. He knows it's Feyre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't even think she'd spoken yet. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows that that's Feyre. Because he knows the high priestess so well. Was that interesting? I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, And he tells her that Elaine is, in, is chained in the king's tent and with like steel chains that are spelled by his... Old and she's okay because the king of hybern is like mulling over what to do with her yes <laughs> yeah like the the cauldron presented her like a gift and yeah. he was like well, well no, i gotta I go think brood. about this yeah. <laughs> how can i make this like good and it's been hours and he's been brooding yeah. for hours it's like by a fire just going like this yeah it's like what the hell um and then so basically like they have to pretend to be like jury and ianthe doing some sort of sexual back and forth mm-hmm. and jury will distract everyone so that they can go get her and then they were asked him to get the girl that's being tortured um and he's like okay fine but go meet at the cliffs on what one end of the camp yeah 
and that's where she'll be. But he wasn't super and thrilled. He's about like, it if I can make it happen, that's where she'll be. Yeah, he's always very aloof about his feelings <laughs> and is. just like he just I don't know. Um, and so Farah, um, they go into the tent, right? And Farah's like reciting the like Ayanthi's a prayer, a prayer that she had heard about fifteen billion times mm-hmm. when she was in the spring court, and they're trying to. Like they find Elaine and Elaine's like, you came back for me. And they're trying to undo her chains, but they can't because of the king's spell. I'm assuming like oh. not even Pharaoh can cleave the, sp- like, the spell. spell free. Must not have been from Amaretha's book. It's the same book, but it probably was a Uh-oh. better one. She keeps being cleaving able to all, break. Yeah. Cleaving all those. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to see this King of Hybern's, um book. Yeah, I want it. I do too. Right here. I wonder if it'd work for me. <laughs> um <laughs> So they do get her out of the tent. They kind of cloak themselves at first, but they're pretty much sensed almost immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and these like weird dogs, like hybrids, monster dogs. The start, Naga like, hounds or the Naga hounds? Naga hounds. Right, right, right. Are they dogs? That, like, are they dog-like? Are they not? I like, bet they're like snake-like dogs. Interesting. Like they're scaly. Is it different than the and regular skinny. Naga though? Or is, yeah. is she just saying like the Naga dogs? Oh, maybe like the Naga's dogs or... The not they call the Naga like dogs because like that's their the no I don't effect. think it's Naga I think it's actual hounds. Oh. <laughs> do you see where I'm confused I though? Yeah, like I feel I like, feel like there's fair. three different ways to interpret that. That's oh. interesting. Anyway, yeah, crazy. <laughs> um, so they run for the cliff that Jurian told them to go to. Mm-hmm. Um, they're basically they realize that they're gonna have to fly off of it to make it like to the outside wards. the wards so they could winnow. Yeah, right. So they could winnow winnow away. Um. And the girl, the child of the bre- blessed, the woman girl that was being tortured, she is there, like yeah. wrapped up in a blanket or something like that. So he did get her off, which is nice, and was ready really quickly because that all happened probably within three minutes. Yeah, I don't know how <laughs> he got that. out of there. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so they're being chased by hounds, and then right before they get like they're close, they're probably within what two hundred yards from the edge of the cliff. Yep, and uh, Farah gets hit by an ash arrow, and it's the king that in did the it shoulder. in the shoulder. So like. Let's yeah. assume left shoulder. Okay. And she like goes down. Um, and right when two hounds, <laughs> whatever those are, <laughs> come to attack her, Tamlin steps in and saves her life. It's <laughs> funny. They know the hounds, right? Like yeah. what in the world is that? They're hounds. <laughs> are they? Or are yeah. they just calling the Naga hounds? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's actual like dogs. <laughs> oh my gosh okay 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 Farah takes off uh at the help of tamlin which thank god for him and they're like attacking him he's like fighting them off and he's like really strong yeah he's fighting hard he's in like it's that's crazy Mm -hmm. because i bet that he would take down any other like because tamlin has that power he has strength yeah the brute power asriel grabs the girl with elaine in his arms and begins to take off um and one of the hounds jumps on to asriel and like is it with his claws? I assume. Like claw rake down his back. His wings. And his wings. Ooh. Like bad. But he still manages to stay in the air. Yeah, he's just like siphon patch. Good to go. Yeah. But it's like very obvious that he's hurt, but he's like flapping, flapping, still in the air. Favor's like, I don't know how he's doing that. And like while she's like just running and like she can't catch flight because she's only had like a handful of lessons with yeah, flying. And she's weak. And she, yes. and she just got shot by an arrow. And she, because <laughs> there were reasons. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> sorry, that's so funny. Um, 
and she's struggling and he manages to stay up in the air while he's like really fucking hurt and she like literally can't catch a fucking wind mm-hmm. to save her life and then tamlin sends her a win um like a spring, yeah, like a spring wind that she recognizes yeah because she yeah, i think probably because of the smell mm-hmm. and she finally takes off um and flies like to the edge of the wards and she's like pushing against it but then she uses her helium power to mm-hmm. cleave through that ward oh, nice Maybe it's just like a specific spell that can't be. Whenever it's useful. As and Favor are injured and they need healers really bad. And the girl that they rescue, um, so this is crazy if you get her name and <laughs> it is crazy. She's in it for five seconds. Her name's Briar. Briar. But then the dad's name is still a mystery. Yeah. Um and it's Nesta, not that important. No, clearly. Briar is <laughs> more important. Uh, <laughs> Nesta appears and thanks Feyre sobbing and holding her. And then that night they nestle together like on a on a rug and they cuddle like they used to uh, back home in their was, in their cabin it was cottage. Like they were holding on to each other for dear life. Yeah, instead of like trying to push each other off the bed. Kalias's winter army finally joins the camp <laughs> and the vibes for that one is like really different. It's it's they've I got love like, it. Yeah. They have like polar bears. Yeah. And foxes running around in vests. Like, <laughs> yeah. And those are so cute. <laughs> they're super cute. But they it's just the vibes are like it's like an uh, like a well. North Poly. Yeah. Yes. Totally. Right. One hundred and twelve percent. Um. Asriel is healed technically, but he's grounded because I'm assuming like he's not in trouble. He's just can't fly. Right. Like grounded. <laughs> like, OK, does that make sense? So he's yeah. grounded. <laughs> yeah. That's the word they use too. Know, though. Like, you're grounded. OK. And Vera sees more and more decides like that they're going to go talk and they talk a little bit. He t- she takes her to a place kind of outside the camp so no one can hear them, I'm assuming um and they apologize to each other really quickly and more tells favor that she is not in love with asriel she loves him but she prefers females so she's a i mean i would describe her as bisexual i I think she says she's i think she does say she enjoys men's males still yeah like in a A little bit so she finds sexual pleasure in both but on a soul deep level it's females that she connects with (laughs) so she doesn't want her family to use that as a weapon against her yeah all the comments that they they make as of now calling her a horror and all those things like she knows that they're not true yeah she just like so it doesn't hurt her. it doesn't bother her yeah. those are fine you know comments to make which does make sense but they don't hit her deep because it's not truly like that's nothing to her right um she's always seen how azriel looks at her and can tell that like how he feels but she, <laughs> she's just never like done anything to steer that anywhere nothing else. Um, and that's why actually she picked with Cassian to sleep with and not Asriel that night. It was very intentional. Yeah. Picking Cassian. Um, cause let's be honest, like Asriel's better in bed. <laughs> For sure. We don't even have his book and I know it. Um, <laughs> when Asriel found her, it dumped in the autumn court. This is not funny, but it is. No. Um, like that he confessed his love for her there. Oh yeah. <laughs> like she's like almost dead and he confesses his love for her. <laughs> And um, she, actually, right before she was about to tell him everything, she was almost about to like tell him like that. Well, yeah, being she, sold and wait <laughs> that she's gay. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> here's what happened to Asriel. My family did this to me. <laughs> she's gonna tell him that she's gay and she's not interested. Which I don't know why she doesn't just tell him that she's not interested. She doesn't have to specifically <laughs> say she's gay. No reason. There's no reason to come out of the closet. Oh my goodness. Um, but then she got all stressed out when he told her that and like panicked and walked away. 
Um, and she sleeps with men as a show, like one, so that way no one gets too close. And then two, to show as like when he does do something kind of a little erotic, like erratic, not erotic. <laughs> <laughs> erratic. He does something a little sexy. <laughs> I had to sleep with someone else. Erratic. <laughs> like attacking Aries. She, <laughs> um, she goes to Rita so much because Rita's is a gay bar. Uh-huh. And no one realized <laughs> that. No one's realized it in 500 years. 500 years. <laughs> Literally, like no one except Feyre knows about this part of her, like in the inner circle, yeah. which I think is crazy. And she said she slept with Helian to remind Azrael that she doesn't want him. Instead of just saying, like, hey, I'm I not don't interested. Because she feels like if she says I'm interested, she's just going to blurt out that she likes women. Like, that's mm. crazy. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just assume It that. might happen. She did have a lover in the first war. One of the female queens, Andromache. Um, but is that the, how you pronounce it? I think it I is. I love it. I love it, too. Um, but at the end of the war, they decided to part so the queen continue continue her royal line. And um, like by the time she realized that she had made a mistake more um, mm-hmm. and wanted to try and like win her woman back. She wanted, yeah, 60 years. I'm going to take those six years. Yeah, exactly. Um, the wall had already been like put up mm-hmm. and she spent several years trying to find a way around it. And when she finally did, the queen had already married and was popping out heirs. She mm-hmm. had already had one kid, was pregnant with the second. And she didn't say anything. She just walked away, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Feyre promises to keep her secret and this whole thing is just fucked in so many ways. I can't handle it, but let's just keep as in the dark. Like, why not? <laughs> that was my note. <laughs> that was a good note. <laughs> Hybern's army is now all of a sudden marching east. Oh no, the king plans to fuck up the human lands <laughs> to, to spite the Archeron sisters because they all made a fool of him. So they, they went out. So that night, yeah, yeah, they decide, well, what are we going to do because of the humans? Um, and they're like, well, we'll winnow the humans to Adriata in the path of the of their destruction. Mm-hmm. And which I thought was so sweet, just like another Tarquin. Yeah. Like offering refuge with the out a second thought. He really is the best High Lord. He is. I was going to I was going to bring up a conversation about that, but he is. He's my favorite. Um, Amarind, uh, like storms in and she's like, I found a way to stop the cauldron and the king and wipe his army off the face of the planet. Um, but what we're going to need is all the people that were made and they're all going to, they're all going to have to go to the cauldron, touch it together, and they can use a spell to bind the cauldron, the king and wipe out his armies. Woohoo. Um, then they all winnow like all the humans out to Adriata and this like essentially drains everyone who can winnow his powers. They were doing it so fast. As fast but, as they could. Right. But they that still would have drained like a lot of their power. Yeah. Which is oh, yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. It is crazy. Winnowing is really hard, I guess. It's a lot of draining. <laughs> so Pharaoh winnows then after she, after everyone's drained and has winnowed the whole night. Because she actually got winnowed by Reese. <laughs> oh, yeah. She didn't even winnow herself. done. Well, she was like, I'm going to winnow to the Court of Nightmares to face the Ouroboros. Mm-hmm. And she does. And it shows her this terrible creature. And it's meant to be her true self. Mm. She's like kind of a freaking awful person and she faces it and she conquers it and she's now controlling the mirror heck yeah so she brings the mirror to the bone carver and he agrees to uphold their end of the deal he actually never wanted or needed the mirror he just wanted to test favor to see if she was worth helping which would piss me off but i don't know yeah what it would it i don't know if it would make me mad but like i I get (laughs) i get why he did that yeah i mean 
Yeah, especially when for him, like we don't get the stakes because we see everything through Freebird's point of view where she doesn't know how powerful and how evil like people can be. Yeah. And so she's just like every like the cute little animals that everyone's terrified of or like monsters. Yeah. She's just like, dee, dee, dee. like <laughs> even I am at his audience over like, dee, 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 dee. <laughs> yeah, like I want to hug my exes. Like, mm-hmm. um, so Hybern's army marched through the human lands like that's what where we're skipping to next. So they start marching um, and as they're kind of marching through the human lands, he has fucked up the human lands destroyed oh, everything. oh yeah everything's they, in cinders and ash yeah and they especially fucked up pharaoh's family's estate um to to deliver a message mm. to them to the sisters part of it and so they prepare for the last leg of the march and pharaoh and nesta like change i think elaine ends up changing too into some winter court attire because she doesn't like the illyrian leather well i have a note about that what is it so i okay so this is a, a line from the book Elaine had taken one look at us in the swaying grasses outside that wagon, the legs and assets on display and turned crimson. And so Vivian gave her the winter court fashion. Oh yeah. Which was less scandalous. Well, why are there like Illyrian fighting leathers? So scandalous. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like the legs and assets are exposed. Yeah. What the hell? That doesn't make any sense. No, that is actually kind of crazy. I didn't (laughs) even think about that, but also like fucking, you're about you could be dying like who cares if your ass and your fucking titties are out like <laughs> where um uh, <laughs> elaine she's so boring yeah and people want her with asriel who Doesn't is make, like uh, gotta be kinky daddy express <gasps> biggest wingspan they want him with uh, come elaine. on with elaine come on um and so at that point too like asriel gives elaine his blade truth teller and everyone's freaking the fuck out he's never given that blade to anybody so, because he is literally ever yeah, it, yeah. And it's that's just crazy to me too. Um, and but he's because he's he's not supposed to be fighting during this. He's yeah. supposed to kind of be eyes and ears. He's because grounded. He's still he's healing. Grounded. That's also one of the reasons why. Oh yeah. He gave it to her, but still, Reese gives an incredible speech, and I mean, I was sobbing loudly. And then they go to face Hyburn. Mm-hmm. They're outnumbered. It's bad. <laughs> it's yeah. really bad. They can tell the the fight hasn't even started, and it's bad. <laughs> yeah (laughs) they're like oh god this is gonna be a couple hours at max they're waiting for the first phase of the battle to end which is basically where they attack each other with magic oh yeah yeah yeah. and And try to get their shields shields. yes exactly um and at that point like there it's it's happening it's happening pharaoh walks over to reese and she's like you know i never gave you a mating present and he's like oh and then he reveal and she reveals bryaxis and the bone carver Mm. And to which like Reese cannot be like outdone or anything. Like he has to <laughs> at least have one single stake in the game. And so he's like, Oh yeah, what about this? And unleashes his glamour and it's um the Weaver. And the Weaver and Brett and uh the Bone Carver have a moment. Yeah, they like and the Weaver doesn't want to kill the Bone Carver like he thought. Yeah, it's kinda like she gives him like a nod yeah, of like, like something understanding. of understanding. And then the Bone Carver sees it, acknowledges it, and even his facial expression, he's like okay like we're good kind of we're good we're good that's kind of crazy to me so it's yeah. interesting first because we don't know what the heck's going on yeah um and then the three creatures begin to attack hybern's forces the fighting starts and it, it's it's getting pretty bloody um at this point and mm-hmm. at, w- at some point too they're like okay well they're supposed to leave when the fighting starts to get at its worst like at it's most sloppy and yeah. so they're waiting they're waiting they're waiting and then um tamlin and uh, fucking the autumn court show up right Tam- and and jurian in the human ar- army right they all show up and everyone's surprised yeah 
And so Eris comes over and he's like, yeah, Tamlin dragged uh, my dad over here. <laughs> Good. I had nothing to do with it. <laughs> he's so like, sorry. Don't, don't, don't like me take But the why credit. wouldn't he take it? Like, why wouldn't he, though? <laughs> I don't Ugh, know. Anyways. Um, and then Eris's brother can destroy the caches of uh, a Fabian. Oh, yeah. And they're really good at it, too. Yeah. It's like they knew exactly where it was. Mm. Aaron, Farrah, Ness, and Elaine need to make their way to the cauldron um, through the battlefield, which to which the weaver has made like a path, a path. through the bodies, mm-hmm. which apparently like just like there's like a line now, like no one goes over it or through <laughs> it. or like, It's full of bodies. <laughs> what? And walk on top of them. Yeah, what? Um so Nesta realizes Hybern is rousing the cauldron. And so she kind of has a moment. She screams out. She screams out for Cassian. Cassian! Cassian! <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. And he comes flying. And he starts flying. Yeah, he flies to her. Um, and right about when he's halfway, the col- the king uses the cauldron to completely destroy his armies with like a white light. And it, yeah. it turns them to ash. Ugh. And right before the light comes out too, the, I don't know where, how, why this wasn't like a red flag for them, but all the adder like things dropped. <gasps> they did. And like, I guess like the Illyrian forces were just like, whoa. Let's <laughs> do that anymore. Yeah. What <laughs> the fuck? I was like, well, I would have <laughs> dropped immediately too. Mm-hmm. Um, Nesta had called for casting knowing he would come and to save his life. <gasps> The king uses the cauldron again, this time hitting and destroying. No. The bone carver. No. Not my guy. I love him. R.I.P. Did, didn't he like look at Pharaoh? He did. He looked at Pharaoh like and he knew he was, this was going to be his end. He knew it was going to be there. And Pharaoh sent up a prayer to, to the him. Cult, to um, the world the, beyond. Yeah. To, he, she's, I says, I hope death is everything you thought it would be. That's really sad. I wonder what he thought oh, wait, it would be. Uh, oh, that's right here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Favorite can feel the bargain tattoo with the bone carver being erased and her mind tethered to him fade into darkness. She sends up a prayer to him that he found death everything he'd hoped it'd be. Cassium comes back. Nesta, because Nesta had been screaming for him, he, but he feels hopeless against the power of the cauldron. Asriel says, I'm going in. Chain me to a tree. I'll rip it from the ground and fly it with, with it on my goddamn back. I'm going in. He's so hot. <laughs> I just, I do picture him flying in battle with a tree. I do too. I can see it in my head <laughs> right now. <laughs> they need to stop the cauldron, but Nessa and Elaine are immobile. They're like throwing up and Nessa's overwhelmed by the power of the cauldron. Yeah. Why Elaine's immobile? I'll never know. Okay. <laughs> sick to her stomach. God. Maybe it can be done with just Vera and Amran though. All the High Lords are struggling to hold their lines. The sheer numbers of Hybern are threatening to overwhelm them when there's another horn from the sea. An armada is coming from their backs. It's a lot of ships, and they're all full of soldiers. They're scared it's the rest of Hybern's army. Reese says, Reese sends Azrael to lead the rest of the Illyrians. He's like, get back in there, even though he's not fully healed. And it, it does feel like he's sending them to his death. Yeah. Cassian is about to leave too, and his parting words to Reese and Feyre and Nesta are, "I'll see you on the other side." So he also feels like he he's does feel die. like he's not going to make it. A dozen horn blasts ring out, but and Reese recognizes it, and he shoots all of them into the air so they can see. And uh, thousands of winged soldiers are approaching. There's thousands of ships in the bay, and it's Draken's Seraphim and Miriam's people, and it's Cassian carrying Nesta. Cassian's carrying Nesta, and Reese is carrying Vera. They all shot up so they could see. Well, double date. <laughs> Draken meets them in the air and explains they've been on Critia this whole time. They glamoured their lands to look like ruins, and they only knew of Hybern and Jurian hunting them through the quote rumor mill. So like, Jurian's plan worked all along. 
Yeah. And it, it worked. That's such a good part. It's such a good part. Reese inquired about the ships, about the ships. And he's like, friends of yours. And he's like, no, I think it's friends of yours. And it's human armies led by Vasa. Found by Lucian? No, he met up with them later. Draken says, quote, he calls himself the Prince of Merchants. Apparently, he discovered the human queens were traitors months ago, and he's been gathering an independent army to face Hybern ever since. He managed to find Queen Vasa, and together they rallied this army. He told me that he's got three daughters who live here and that he failed them for many years, but he would not fail them this time. It's father. It's father. He named his three (laughs) personal ships after Feyre, Nesta, and Elaine. And he's on the front of Nesta's leading the charge. All this time, we got mentions here and there, fathers on the continent trading. He went to a meeting about the threat above the wall, so vague. And we only got such a vague information about father. We wrote him off. And all this time, he was putting together an army. He oh, it's so sweet. found Vasa. Vasa, whose curse is not broken because she is soaring as a firebird over Hybern's army, destroying their ships with ease. Oh, father. Father. You don't even have a name. <laughs> Now's a good time for Farah and Amran to get to the cauldron, but Nesta wants to use herself as bait and a distraction. She thinks if she gets far enough away and fakes using the her power of the cauldron, Hybern will come running, and Cassian will also be by her side to protect her. But Reese is like, no, 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 you're not going. But Cassian says, you you always give us, you always give everything for us. We know what you did under the mountain for 50 years for us. Let me repay the debt. I never repaid your mother for her kindness. Let me help. Let me buy you time. Let me return the favor. And Reese says, I can't. And he says, you can, Reese. You can. Save some of the glory for the rest of us. It's so sad. I can't do it. I can't. So sad. (laughs) Then he and Nesta leave. They don't wait for his permission. They just leave. Reese does not believe he will survive. And remember the the line that Elaine said to Cassian back in valeris right he snapped her wings mm-hmm. broke your bones and cassian said it'll take more than that to kill me and she said no, no it, will, it not. will not making us all believe cassian will die yeah i yeah i, I thought that uh, but amarin and nessa need to move reese shoots off to fight pharaoh glamours them from sight and they hoof it they follow the weaver's path to the cauldron it's still crystal clear no soldiers have stepped in it they carefully make their way up to the hill to where it's at avoiding the hybrid commanders who haven't entered battle yet. They spot a beautiful dark haired woman waiting for them. And it's Striga. She had devoured the youth of the soldiers in her path. And now she was young and beautiful. She jumped the hybrid guards that they were avoiding as a distraction. And they can feel Nesta. Like she's gathering her power. And then before the King winnows away, he walks up to Striga snaps her neck and throws her body to two naga hounds and winnows away <laughs> r.i.p the weaver it's just crazy because like i can maybe see how the cauldron killed the weaver or not the weaver the bone carver but i i still cannot understand it's, I, I wonder if she, if Striga knew she was sacrificing herself i don't know because she's like a death god yeah like it doesn't how, make how sense does how that kill just her? snap that's he must be I have powers that we don't know about. I don't know. He's got to have something because that's that's crazy to kill a death god like that so Just, quickly, so easily, yeah. so handedly. That's crazy. That is. R.I.P. R.I.P. The twins the, are gone. The twins? The twins. The, the Striga and the Moon oh, Cover. Yeah. 
Yeah. They mm. died together. <laughs> the cauldron is left unguarded. Feyre puts her hands on it, but Amran does nothing. She throws the book away. And it looks like she lied and is betraying them. Um, Phaedra is consumed by the cauldron. She is with it as it flits over the battlefield looking for Nesta. She sees Reese transform fully into his beast form, which we have not seen. Mm. Helian sees him do this and transforms as well into his daytime equivalent. And they and his beast form looks like the beasts that are carved over the um into the rock of the court of nightmares. Uh-huh. That's an important and that made thing. up his throne. That's an important thing. I, for a, our theory episode. Okay. It says the throne not only a representation of his power, but of what lurked within. Interesting. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, then Feyre zooms to Nesta and Cassian, attached to the cauldron now, just to observe. Nesta can feel the king coming and is about to kill him with her powers, but the king is there with a sword to their father's throat. It's super tense. Father says, I loved you from the first moment I held you in my arms, and I am I am so sorry, Nesta. My Nesta, I am so sorry for all of it. Nesta begs the king and says she will give her powers back to save him. But the king snaps father's neck anyway, mm-hmm. and Nesta's powers flicker out. Cassian engages the king to buy time for Nesta to run, for Feyre and Amran to nullify the cauldron. But Nesta says a goodbye to her father, and when she stands up, she's at full strength again. Um, Cassian's on the ground. His wings are snapped. His leg is broken. His siphons are depleted. And Nesta is not herself. She is a predator. She tells the king, I am going to kill you. He snaps more of Cassian's wings and she throws her power at him and misses because he winnowed away. Her power blasted away trees and landed on hundreds of hybrid soldiers, killing them instantly. But it was all of her power. She used it all in one go. Cassian tells her to run. He's crawling toward her. She takes one of his blades, but the king disarms her really quick. She blasts the real last bit of her power into his chest and he he gets blasted quite a few bit away <laughs> quite a bit away <laughs> she's uh, she's begging cassian to get up but he's fucked the king is coming back nesta won't leave cassian he tells her he has no regrets in this life except that they did not have time he did not have time with her and promises to find her in the next world the next life and we will have time that's so sweet nesta lays over his body content to die with him Feyre offers her soul to the cauldron to save them. Then the king is stabbed in the back of the neck by Elaine, who just stepped out of shadows with Truth Teller. Is it Truth Teller's shadows? I don't know. Or Azrael's shadows? I don't know. Or Or her own shadows. Shadows, yeah. Um, She says to the king, don't you touch my sister. Uh, The cauldron purrs in Elaine's presence. That's an interesting fact. Even the cauldron is enthralled by Elaine. Which is interesting because the cauldron isn't like seen as inherently good. Or even really all that inherently neutral. I mean, it's kind of like a bad, like, presence. Good point. So, that's interesting. Nesta's first action is to get up and truth, and twist truth teller in the king's neck. And he's still alive at this point, but she keeps (laughs) twisting until his head falls off. She lifts it up to stare at his dead eyes. Then she blinks and seems to come to like she was in a trance. The cauldron whips Pharaoh back toward itself across the battlefield. Everyone's still fighting. Briaxis is holding the human lands. I'm mad because Draken and Miriam are fighting Jurian. Oh my god, you! I will never not be mad about this because we're literally in the middle of a war to decide the future <laughs> of this fucking world, and you're literally about to settle this 500 year old. And here's my thing about it too, right? Like Miriam and Draken, you literally have children, and you have like you're happy on your fucking paradise island, and you're gonna go try and fucking settle this 500 year old fucking debt that you feel like needs to be paid for what? For what? For what reason? You won. You won the battle. You won the argument. 
you're happy you're together it's insane even even told him like jurgen's on our side that's so fucking annoying but highburn's forces are still overwhelming them they're losing they're still losing she hears reese roar knows he's in trouble but comes back into her body where Amron is slapping her and she's like, fight it, girl, fight it. <laughs> Amron reveals the serial said the answer was in the book, but she lied about it being a spell of control. It was an unbinding spell for herself and Feyrot needs to act as a conduit. Amron knew she could do it alone after retrieving the Ouroboros mm. um, and that she has the power to wipe Heimerd's army away. So Varian appears, somehow finds them, and begs Amran not to do it. And it's really, really sad. It's super sad. And she goes on a long rant about explaining how, like, when she was in the human's world, she would watch them and didn't really understand the things they did, like the love that they had. And But she did think that her and Varian could have, could have had some variation of that. Yeah. And maybe she could have known with him. Yeah. And she says, it, all of this was a gift this time with you. It's It's been a gift. And then she said, to the, tell the High Lord to leave out a cup for me and then jumps in the cauldron yeah oh says the spell with every fiber of her being she's screaming it a spear of power seemed to come from the earth itself and break the cauldron into three pieces then amarin shed her fey body and reveals herself as a winged creature with a floating crown of incandescent light <laughs> she's an angel i love that <laughs> She is. She's. I think Sarah J. Mass actually like described her as like an angel from the Old Testament. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, we have to talk about that more. Yeah, for sure. She indeed blasts through Highburn's army, leaving only Ash in her wake. But she only lasts as long as absolutely necessary to defeat like the last ship, and then she's just a bright, clean light on the waves. Why do you think that was? I don't know. I don't know. Why couldn't she have lived as a giant firebird like, fire angel? Bird angel. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like. The, uh, the many the amount of lives you take like decrease your i don't i honestly don't know it's interesting yeah i, I agree reese is by favor's side pretty immediately she shows him mind to mind everything but the cauldron is leaking like a void and it's destroying the world and so she panics she thinks she can fix it again grabs the book of breathings but she, she can't read it because it's a different <laughs> language it's literally in a different language <laughs> and she hurls it into the void she just chucks it into the void Dang she's it. so mad she's like fuck that book it's just really funny because that book has been so important so important and, and it's like the only thing that can nullify the cauldron ever and she just chucked it into the void <laughs> and reese is like well that's one way to try it but he <laughs> yeah but he does say um, he, she can uh, again be a conduit for his power, and together they can reforge <laughs> the cauldron. She realizes the void. She realizes the void she's seeing after touching the cauldron is what existed in the beginning and what it might return to when the earth and stars die, but not today. Together, Reese and Pharaoh give every last bit of their power into Pharaoh's spell to reforge the cauldron, and it works. The void is once again contained in the cauldron. Pharaoh turns to Reese to celebrate but he's sprawled on the ground and she can feel the absence of the mating bond and he's not breathing because he's dead that so that's crazy we'll get to that but what i really want to say really quick is what's so funny to me is like when they reforge the cauldron she has to say a spell from the book (laughs) it's apparent this language that she doesn't know she doesn't know not like she doesn't know this only amber knows this language she sees a sentence of a of one spell and she's like, well, if I just change this one thing to what? What would you know to change it to? Wait. How would you know to change that? She's like, if I just change that like one little portion of this of this spell that Amron gave me to like I read release that. her. Yeah. How how mm. would that force the cauldron? How do you know that? How do you know that there's even something to change? Oh, because when she did it, it cleaved the cauldron. 
So maybe oh. she's like, what if I undo it? But how, but still, <laughs> how would know. she know what to say for yeah. that? Like in this language, she doesn't fucking it's know. It's funny because when I read that, I was like, oh, Pharaoh's just been learning spell work. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's improved. <laughs> she's been learning this other language with Amrit, apparently. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. That's funny. Um, so Pharaoh realizes that she knew that Reese was like, he knew that she was going to die. Um, and that she knew that he was dying and that when he kept telling her that he loved her, it wasn't a declaration. It right. was a goodbye. And Farrah starts just like yelling and screaming and like, it's bad, like guttural screams. It's very hard to read. And then yelling at the high Lords to bring him back, bring him back. And there's like, he's like, there's nothing that we can do. And even Thiessen and, uh, and Helian check to see if there's anything that can be like changed or spelled or whatever. Hmm. And, and there's nothing. Um, and they're, she's like, well, like give him a nugget of your like, power. You did it for me. You can do it for him. Right. And they're like, well, that's not actually not like the same thing. But then literally 30 <laughs> seconds later, Tark puts his, puts his nugget of power on it. But we'll try. Yeah, we'll try it anyway. And then the rest follow, um, leaving <laughs> Feyre. Well, besides one, uh, leaving Feyre. And she doesn't actually know how to do it. Yeah, so someone has to, talk, has to like, her, walk her talk her through it. it. She's like, I don't care how it's done, but tell me. <laughs> Just tell me. And she's like mad that he has to walk her through yeah. it. She's really upset. But she does it. And then and she does it. She puts her her nugget of power on him. And then she realizes that there's one person missing. And, it, and it's right when he walks through the door, she realizes who it is. And it's Tamlin. Mm. And um, she's like, please. Like, she's begging him. She's like, please, please, please. Um. And he does hesitate for a minute, but then he goes up to her and he goes, he get puts the nugget on his chest and he goes, "Be happy, Pharaoh," and then he walks away. So does he? Did he let her go just now? I would say that that's an admission of letting someone. Yeah, yeah. I would say that that's letting her go. Which finally, like, thank she God, she can only tell you so many times that she doesn't want to be with you. She was like begging over his dead body, and something shifted inside of him. He's like, "Yeah, this okay. is real, <laughs> right?" Like maybe it was he saw him when he was holding Pharaoh. Oh man, that would be interesting. Um, Farrah holds Reese and tells him how much she loves him. She talks about their story. She talks about like the moment she realized that she was falling for him and like got all these things mm. and he wakes up and he informs the others in the room that he does not have any of their powers. <laughs> it's like a first thing, by the way, I didn't steal anything. <laughs> I didn't steal a not damn a thief. thing. Don't even look at me. And then he's like, looks to more and he's like, well, someone needs to probably grab Amor and she's in the cauldron. <gasps> Um, oh, it's just so funny. It's like the end of a sitcom where all your favorites died and then they're like, just come back. Just kidding. And she's in the cauldron. We'll put a cup out for her because she's alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I'm like, great. Like, nice to have you back, Amy. Um, and he had saw he saw her during death and he had asked her if she wanted to come back. And He's she like, said, hey, are, yes. you, are you sure you're ready to leave? Like, you come miss back. us. Remember Varian? Ooh. Ooh. So then he brought her back. Aww. So then that's all sweet. Everything's all good. She's happy. She's crying. Whatever. The next chapter that Elaine, Nesta and Farah are saying goodbye to their father. And then Farah like burns his body mm. to like give him that like less mm -hmm. to the immortal honey. And <laughs> <laughs> the milk and honey, the milk and honey, not immortal. Honey. <laughs> the immortal milk and honey. Yeah. Um, Lucian comes over and says that he's sorry for their loss. And says that Father Archeron, still no name, was the one that struck the deal with Bass's keeper to get her out or to get her out for the moment. Mm -hmm. And he's just like basically like saying that he's like a great dude. Oh, like if your dad was cool as shit. Yeah, like I really liked him. <laughs> we bonded pretty good. But hold on. Like, what do you think this deal was? Do you think that'll come into play later? I don't know. I don't know. He has to make a bargain like they do 
Yeah, and then she, and she is supposed to go. She get out. She needs to go back. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. that. Mm. He shows some weird admiration for Vasa, like almost to the point where it was like, like even <laughs> Farah's like, you, uh, you like her, yeah, okay. He does. Yeah, they're friends. Yeah, and Elaine, after a nudge from Farah, uh, invites Lucian to join them in Valaris after everything kind of gets settled. Um, and then Farah goes back to her tent. And also at this point, Lu- Lucian and Elaine like kind of go off to have like one more conversation, okay. to, like washing their hands or something like that. Mm. Um, so we don't ever get to see that. And I'd like to know what the hell happened between then, like then and this, then the next like couple of books. Right. So Farah goes into the tent to find Miriam and Draken. And that's when I said Miriam and Draken in the middle of a fucking war for the future of the planet thought, <laughs> oh, let's settle this 500 year old grudge right now. But more stepped in was like, are you fuckers dumb? So she stopped them. <laughs> that was a great way to sum that part up. <laughs> they were asked if it asks if they can hide the cauldron in Cretea and they they're like they very like casually agree. They're like, oh, we can yeah, find we a spot. We'll steal it away. Yeah. Um. And she, Farrah decides too that she wants to host a meeting between the humans and the Fae. And she asks like Mir- uh, Draken and um, and Reese to set that up. Mm-hmm. And so they set it up at her old, their old like oh, estate. Ruined which is, manor. Yeah. It's like only like a third <laughs> built still. It's, but it's like enough for like one big room that they can have a meeting for. Right. Um, so they can basically begin negotiating peace talks. She meets Nafel, the infamous Nafel. And she meets Vasa, who's very spicy and asks her to like find a way to like break uh, my spell break her spell to break to cleave her bargain which i feel like only the key king of hybrids and from i've seen being able to break a bargain i don't even know how you begin to do that i thought yeah because that's not just a spell yeah i was just gonna well they say they call it a curse oh true maybe it's she's curse breaker she is favorite curse breaker no you're right (laughs) um the meeting itself like doesn't go great basically it's like about everyone talking about their opinions or their stories revolving humans and Faye either going right or wrong Faye tells hers Miriam and Dragon tell theirs a couple people speak up um it doesn't go great no like it, the, the, it doesn't it's not they don't decide anything they're not even really like sure whether they're gonna land on it like it's very up in the air yeah um, but it's a start and they foster those relationships in the next two books too yeah a bit they're I like traveling agree. around yeah yeah for sure um, but it, it is a st- it is a start mm-hmm. to, to towards peace towards you know all of those things. Um, so then Durian comes to speak with Farah to essentially to say goodbye, and he tells her that Vasa offered her offered him a place at her court, oh. and he's like, I don't know what kind of court a cursed queen can have, but I figure, fuck it, <laughs> <laughs> nowhere else to go. Where, where literally, where else am I gonna go? <laughs> After a few days, they go back to Valaris when everyone's healed up, and Cassian opens up all the old bottles of wine, and I'm they drink the fancy wine, <laughs> yeah. And they drink and soak in the bliss of war being over and them having won. Later, Farah finds Reese on the roof and she's in laundry, of course. Before they have a celebratory bang. <laughs> Before they have a celebratory bang, they decide to make a suicide pact bargain. If one goes, they both go. Stupid as shit. Oh my gosh. I can't believe they did that. It was so casual. So my last note is, oh, and Braxis is missing it. So Cassian won't sleep until that's sorted. Yeah, I love how casual they are about finding Braxis as well. She's him. like, we're gonna have to find him eventually. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? He has death or fear incarnate, but 
We'll worry about that later. He's down here yeah. on lists of priorities. Who cares if Cassian can't literally has not gotten one single <laughs> ounce of sleep since he's been released? Not one, not one ounce. It doesn't matter. She, we'll find him later. She's convinced that he's gonna like <laughs> that he's coming after him. That's Cassian's <laughs> like, he's gonna find me. Cassian hasn't thought about it once. No. <laughs> I bet he has. <laughs> I keep seeing memes of people being like Nesta having to check under Cassian's bed for Brian. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Did they ever fucking catch him? Not in the next two books, dude. <gasps> oh my He's gosh. Roman free. <laughs> what is going on? Uh, so we had the Bone Carver, Striga, Surreal, Father, and Reese for a hot second, and Amran's Angel Forum that all died. Yeah. R.I.P. And it's we still don't know the bone carver's full name. We do know the weavers now at Striga. We don't know the dad. We don't know the king of Highburns. We know Briar. King of Highburns died nameless. Yeah, we don't know the specific adder. We don't know the specific surreal. Names are hard. But Briar. But Briar. <laughs> we know. She's, she must come back at some point. She's gotta come back. All right, what's your quote of the week? My quote of the week is, be careful how you speak about my high lady. Oh, early ass lines. Oh, for sure. As daddy can go to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Mine is, leave this world a better place than how you found oh. it. <laughs> Our surreal. I like Az's no, protection. No, it's good. I lo- the, sur- the surreal dying was like, maybe it's something that I just like block out of my head because that was so sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, I can't even remember what that sweet, sweet, like thing said it Aww. makes me so sad <laughs> don't read it again Ugh. who would you be <laughs> probably one of the children of the blessed that was strung up the one that died one of the ones that died yeah i said briar <laughs> the alive you got one. a name you're gonna see <laughs> or or one of the little foxes with the embroidered vest you that carried messages i'd be a little messenger fox for the winter court That'd be a good one. That's I'd so do that. Funny. I'd be one of those dumbass Illyrians in the sky after the adders all drop. Just like chilling. Get blasted out of the sky. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Favorite character in the whole book? The surreal. <laughs> R.I.P. No, no. It, it is definitely part of the surreal. But I, I'm I out of the whole book. No, the surreal. Yeah, I agree. The surreal. Out of this specific part of the book, <laughs> I'm fucking with Jurian. I'm rocking with Jurian. I have the surreal and Jurian. And as well, and the bone carver, but not Dracon because oh, he was a dick. The bone carver. The bone carver just did something to you. Oh it my does God. something to you. Huge. Least favorite character? <laughs> Probably Miriam and Dracon. <laughs> Good point. I said Ianthe, but like she she's out of the picture. She's gone. Yeah. Miriam and Dracon are here. Them deciding to fight Jurian in the oh my middle God. of the biggest battle that's ever been like waged is absolutely <laughs> insane. They should be reprimanded somehow they should be on a global jail. scale. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> war crimes in my opinion. War crimes. It's a war crime. Good one. That's so funny. Oh, also more because she fucked Helian Termine Azrael. <laughs> she doesn't want him. And she hasn't told him in 500 years that she just She did that to her interested. literal friend of 500 years. Like what in the hell? I love it. She's not a friend. <laughs> <gasps> oh okay star rating one to five this one is a f- it's so hard like i said five stars i i'm trying to decide if i want like the last one to be more stars or this one to mm. be stars i'm gonna go with 4.9 for this one 4.9 yeah and then okay yeah sneak peek on the silver flames review <laughs> yes. yes um i said five too because i loved it so much i mean i'm sobbing through the last hundred pages oh yeah i was sobbing though for real <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay is that it yeah oh i i was gonna ask you a question but i forgot okay sorry 
You can. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we won't. We won't get cover it next time. Okay, next week we are doing a court of frost and starlight. It's only twenty eight chapters, so. And it's the cozy Christmas story. What? Yes, you... I remember. So go ahead, continue. Sorry, I'll tell you after. Okay, it's the cozy Christmas story of the series. So we're not splitting it. We're just gonna do the whole thing. Yeah. It should be f- relatively quick. Yeah. We'll do some fun stuff for that. Maybe add some other things, depending. Okay. No, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, that's it, though. That's all I got. Thank you guys so much. for. Oh, you got something? I actually just <laughs> wanted to ask you. <laughs> you froze your hand. Um, if you could name the people that haven't been named yet, what would you name them? Okay. Father. Jonas. Jonathan. Let's say it at the same time. We'll look at each other. Okay, Highburn. Okay, give me a second. King of Highburn. Yeah. Okay. Um, I got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Henry. Nathan. <laughs> Nathan and Henry. And Nathan and Henry, because I picture him like ki- like king of like England or something. I like it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. The Bone Carver. Um, no, bone no. Carver. Adder first. Adder first. Adder. Okay. Got it. Okay. Three, two, one. Caxus. <laughs> what did you say? Caxis. So I feel like those creatures have like weird names. Caxis. <laughs> I thought that was from something. You made I was going to say Coxis, but <laughs> I wanted it to be original. <laughs> That's good. That was good. Okay. Who was that? Was that Adder? Okay. Bone Carver. Bone Carver. Okay. I got it. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Julian. Remus. <laughs> Julian. <laughs> What? They're both ridiculous. Jurian! Julian! Julian and Jurian. It's not, it's not the bone carver's fault. His sister's name is Striga. His brother's name is Kosjay. It's going to be Kosjay, okay, Striga, and Julian. What, what did you say? I said Remus. Remus. That's a good one. It sounds kind of like an like a interest. I don't know. It's, it I stole it maybe a little bit from Harry <laughs> Who else? Who else doesn't have a name? Um, I don't know. I think that's it. That, okay. that I know. Me too. All right. I love that. That was funny. <laughs> if we come up with any more people that don't have names, we have to. That is... Oh, the Lady of the Autumn Court. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Three, two, one. Janelle. Natalie. <laughs> Janelle. Janelle. Oh, oh my God. Okay, fine. Um, Reese's last name. Okay. Three, two, one. Darling. darling. Ah! <laughs> Dude, every time I read favorite darling, I just laugh so hard. There's no way that's his last name. Good try. Oh my God. Okay. That's going to be the one we ended on. That's perfect. <laughs> Thank oh. you guys so much for listening. Thank you. Please. If you like us, if you, li- if you're listening, if you <laughs> this far, go rate us five stars on Amazon, on, <laughs> not Amazon, <laughs> Apple podcast, please. It really helps us out. I don't know how, but majority of our listeners are on apple podcast so please give us five stars yeah please leave us a review <laughs> if, if you have any questions comments or concerns please email us at lit libations podcast at gmail.com yes and i want to see some fan art reese's beast form the little winter court messenger foxes with their embroidered vests the female illyrian fighting leathers that leave their legs and assets on display and then fanfic <laughs> i wrote down i want to see moore's relationship with her human lover from the moment they met to the moment she learns key. of her passing as an old woman safe in her bed yeah and drama key that is i love that i do too oh amazing okay right. thank you guys so much for bearing through that yeah thank you uh <laughs>
Who's going to edit that? <laughs> I'll edit it. Okay. It's fine. All right. All right. Love we'll you see guys. you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>